0: Ribble FM. Weather. Partly cloudy today with temperatures near 12. Rainy overnight at 5 and warmer temps of 9 tomorrow. Thursday is looking to be patchy rain with temps of 7.
1: Welcome to the Business Hour here on Ribble FM. I'm your host, Andrew Duncan, and we're broadcasting live and very much local here from the Ribble FM studios in the centre of Clitheroe. Now, my guest today is, uh, well, this could end my radio career before it's even started. Uh, He is, um, well, let me just introduce him and then we can get on with things. He is uh, Ian Bithel, a director of Petty's Estate Agents, or as it's known now, Petty Real. He's also a charter's surveyor and a national multi-award winning estate agent to boot. But I think he'd rather me list his uh, attributes probably this way. He's, um, he's quite an accomplished skier uh, and hockey player and uh, coach. But, in my case, he's a failed skiing instructor. Ian, welcome to the show. Thank you, Andrew.
2: Uh, <laughs> and I absolutely did fail
1: instructing... You did, you, very much so, yes. And you've got the videos to prove it. Uh, I've been, uh, as you... Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but I've been in, in sort of uh, talks with Jet2 to launch the not, first non-skiing ski trip.
2: Well, you've had practice over the last few <laughs> years, We're coming out with us, and uh, I'm sure you'll be very good at it and it'll be successful.
1: I think it'll take off, literally take <laughs> off, to be honest. So, so anyway, um, this is the business hour, and uh, yeah, you're not here to talk about uh, petties, although, no doubt, us two estate agents will end up uh, talking about uh, the job, but um, you've always been someone, since I've met you, we've, we've known each other for 20-odd years, you've always been someone who's been happy to get stuck in uh, support local charities uh, and events and all kinds of golf days and so on, but there's one charity in particular that you're particularly fond of. Perhaps you can tell us all what you're here to tell us about.
2: Yeah, I think uh, obviously over the years I've, I've supported various charities, but uh, in my heart and has been for 35 years, uh, Pendleside Hospice, it's their 35th birthday this year, and uh, it just actually coincides with me having done uh, 35 years with uh, with petties. Uh a great cause, looking after people in their l- latter days, and uh, you know, it, what better place to, to actually have on your doorstep and uh, and help out?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've I've attended lots of your sort of social events and um, golf days and the like, but this is uh, this is something a little bit different, isn't it? Yes <laughs> <laughs> It's um, something that we've been getting a lot of feedback on social media I mean, um, I think I'll, t- I'll tell everybody uh, I rang it this morning, I said we've had so much feedback on Twitter and LinkedIn and I'm not on the other socials I said we'd we better try and get a show together, there'll be lots of people listening <laughs> so, uh,
2: Yeah, um, it's uh, Pendleside Hospice does strictly Oh. And uh, in my footballing career, I was always told that I didn't have a left foot. Miraculously, I now seem to have two.
1: Oh, right. Well, I mean, I've seen you uh, cut a few strides. In fact, I nicknamed you this morning "Snake Hips," which seems to be going down quite well. But the the times I've seen you dance has been more sort of well, kind of two o'clock in the morning in the Hilton bar, places like that. Not,
2: uh... Well, I think you know, there's a lot to be said for dad dancing and uh, <laughs> embarrassing the children. There's no doubt I will continue to do.
1: So, how's this come about then? What, uh, why have they picked on you?
2: I don't think they've picked on me. I think they saw it as a compliment. Um, it, uh, having done an awful lot for the hospice, and particularly around the, the corporate challenge, which is a, uh, a business community raising money each summer, um, Louisa from the hospice, I think she possibly did see me doing some dad dancing at an event and thought it might be a good idea to uh, get me involved. Uh, right. Louisa, if you're listening you know the word i used but this is how it came about ian would you do me a favor ian would you do me a favor what is it (laughs) ultimately i had to ask the question is it raising money for pendleside hospice the answer to that was yes and i jumped in with both feet and said yes i'd do it and then i got the message congratulations you've now joined the uh, strictly come dancing team for pendleside hospice
1: right right so so when did you start your training Um,
2: we actually, the the event was announced in May, and I purposely didn't start training until after sort of summer holidays, (laughs) on the basis that I might forget what I should be doing if I have a long break. Right. Uh, We've had some great um, instructors, uh, Sanderson's, who are across the whole area, Sanderson's Dance School. We've all been paired up with a professional dancer from the school, Uh, my partner Yasmin. She's had a tough job.
1: I bet she has. (laughs) My God. (laughs)
2: Yeah, so there's ten dancers um, from the business community, Uh, people I know, people I've got to know. Um, I think one sort of noteworthy uh, name that will be there on Friday is Kiko Rodriguez. Um, Oh. Yes. So then. Uh, that'll set the ball rolling. Hopefully, we might uh, see a footballer in the audience.
1: Well, there you go. So, they, they say that, um, well, we'll get on to the curse of uh, Strictly later on, but I uh, hope your wife's not listening. But you're supposed to lose a lot of weight, aren't you, doing all this training? I have done. Have all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. No, I've, I've seen some of the videos, and it looks fantastic, to be honest. I can't wait to. Um, to see it all uh, uh, first hand but uh, we'll talk a little bit more about it uh, in the next link coming up after this back to the business hour I'm your host Andrew Duncan and I'm joined by my special guest Ian Bethel from Petit Estate Agents but more importantly from uh, what they call it, Ian, is it uh, Pendleside Does... Pendleside Does Strictly. Pendleside Does Strictly. Now, a lot of people will be thinking, so why is Ian actually on the business hour? Well, I I think the main thing, the serious thing to get across is that uh, whilst Pendleside Hospice is a fantastic institution that hopefully none of us will... Well, hopefully we won't use it, but of course sometimes we have to do. But it it is a business, isn't it, Ian?
2: Ultimately, it's uh, offering a care service for people uh, at the end of life and and also bereavement services for people who have lost uh, family. Yeah. Um, It it takes approximately £5 million a year to run. and. The, the most of that is actually has to be found. It's the, the, the government. are, I think giving about a million, just over a million pounds to it. So we're having to raise four million pounds a year yeah. to keep the services running. Well, uh, it's
1: every year, isn't
2: it? It is. Yeah. I mean, I I, I was involved at the very beginning with property related matters when Muriel Jobling founded the hospice. So that was really in an advisory capacity in the nature was that of the job. Right
1: jo- at the beginning, then.
2: Thirty-five years ago. Good
0: grief.
2: It's the 35th birthday this year, and. Um, in the early days, it was property-related, and it's become charity and, and fundraising-related, primarily around the corporate challenge, yeah. which was uh, was set up to involve local businesses, and uh, it's been running now for a good number of years. And it creates a networking opportunity as well for all of those businesses.
1: Well, it does. I can remember, obviously, with with, with my neck of the woods, which was Wigan and St Helens. the hospice there was Wigan and Lee Hospice, and um, I was involved with that for a short space of time. But it's, it's, it's great to obviously support these things, and, and they need supporting, but they need supporting every year. Um, but the community there, the sort of community forum that they set up through the businesses, does create a networking as, as a by-product, doesn't it? So it, it, it's a win-win for everybody, isn't
2: it? I th- I think so, and I think, you know, initially in the early years, it was about fundraising. And it was only in sort of latter years that we've taken the opportunity and taken it stage further, and sort of say, well, you know, we're networking. We might all join networking clubs, but actually, this is a club in itself. Yeah. And local businesses doing business with local people. Yeah. And, you know, we ourselves, as a business in property, whether it's selling houses, dealing with commercial property, we're alongside other businesses and people that will have a property to sell. So being selfish is yeah. actually a really good business in network.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's a it's a byproduct, isn't it? It's not what you're there to do primarily. but um, And this is why, you know, you're here, apart from trying to raise the profile of Friday... It is on Friday, isn't it? Uh, this Friday. Yeah, this Friday, yeah. uh show, uh, apart from raising that profile, it's just to let the community know, that the business community know out there that you can join these uh, these forums, you can get involved and after the show we'll be uh, tweeting out on all the various social medias ways in which you can contact the hospice and support Ian with what he's trying to do. But um, just before we go any further Ian, it's traditional on the uh, business hour that we have a quiz question and we always like the guest to pose that question so over to you what would you like to uh, put forward for answers
2: this kit ca- this came as a uh, oh what should i think about what should i think about and uh the skiing theme's coming in again Oh God um, I've skied for a long number <laughs> of years As you know And uh, I started uh, at Pendle Ski Club Which is not a million miles away from us oh, The question for today Remember when I started um, I do remember oh, very well and, uh, it's I've a good still j-
1: got the bruises
2: It's a good job you stopped oh, uh, really. Casualty was calling wasn't it It
1: was, it
2: was. So the question for today uh, Pendle Ski Club Not a million miles away from here Has a famous skier That's on the national circuit Won three medals and he's called Dave Riding. What's his nickname?
1: What's his nickname? So just to repeat that again, uh, Ian.
2: Dave Riding, the most famous skier that's come from Pendle Ski Club. What is his nickname?
1: What's his nickname? Well, that's a great. Uh, that's a great question. And uh, we'll be we'll be looking at that and uh, a few other sides to your uh, to your fundraising shortly when we come back after this.
0: The Voice of the Valley, 106.7 Ribble FM. Hey there Clitheroe, feeling the urge to move, stretch and sweat a little? Discover the heart of our community at Clitheroe Leisure Gym and Wellbeing Centre. Whether you're pumping iron, joining a vibrant class or finding your zen in Pilates, we've got your back and your biceps and your core feel alive feel inspired find us on facebook or swing by today and let's make fitness fun again with our leisure where you belong see you there one two visit ukdigital.co.uk Do you have lower back pain, joints hurting or are you recovering from an injury or operation? Clitheroe Cryo has already helped numerous people alleviate these and many more symptoms. So, could cryotherapy be the solution you're looking for? Located at Clitheroe Leisure and featuring a state-of-the-art cryo chamber... You can expect to recover faster, speed up metabolism and clear up acne, psoriasis and eczema. And the benefits don't stop there. Cryotherapy. Give it a try and see improvements after the first session and discounts available for multi-session bookings. Get in touch via our website, clearthero-cryo.co.uk or on our social media pages. Big Bad City, this is Jam Hot, this is Jam Hot. Jam hot.
1: Welcome back to the Business Hour. I'm your host, Andrew Duncan, and I'm joined today by Ian Bithell. And... Um, I think, uh, to be honest, it would have been better if we'd have been broadcasting the offer stuff here, really, <laughs> a bit more entertaining, I'm sure, for the listeners. It's um, not no, my business though, is it? <laughs> no, really. No, we gave, uh, we gave out the quiz question uh, in the last uh, link, and um, please get in touch. I've had one or two texts direct, but you can get in touch via the various social medias for Ribble FM, or the easiest way is to uh, message us direct from the app. Now, going back to uh, Fridays um, strictly, Ian, uh, how, does the, uh, how does the format of the day or the evening, shall I say, how does that go?
2: Well, we've we've actually had our instructions today. That uh, hair and makeup starts at two o'clock Friday afternoon.
1: Yeah, so that's I'm first take... on. What, yeah. <laughs> so what do you do after that? Ten minutes.
2: <laughs> uh, no, but seriously. Yeah, the the, the event's been organised really well. Um, I'm sure uh, that most of the, my competitors, the ladies, will be taking the hair and makeup options, and uh, the blokes will be rocking in at ten to seven just to uh, yeah. go straight onto the floor from the bar. Yeah. So we've actually got to. Uh, we've been preparing. Um, Formal dance, mine's been the the cha-cha-cha. Oh, Uh, my word, cha-cha-cha. I know, know something about the hips there, isn't there? Well, yeah. Uh, That's a bit of a
1: challenge, (laughs) isn't it? Uh, To be
2: fair, the whole event's been a challenge, but uh, the formality of uh, the cha-cha-cha, well, I actually had my wife come in and film one of the... the, 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 the dance lessons Her comments were You're not as bad as I thought you were going to be oh, really? uh, So I'll, there's a positive there
1: So, so wh- who do they liken you to of uh, past contestants? Are you a, are you? A, who's the morning presenter that, to the ex-politician Ed Balls, are you an Ed Balls? Oh, I,
2: well, to be fair, having not watched Strictly I, I came home from umpiring one of the uh, recent hockey games And they'd recorded Strictly Come Dancing And said, uh, Dad, we think this might be you and I had to sit and watch Les Dennis oh, dance on word. the evening. Oh, uh, and he got voted out straight away. Does it get any lower? <laughs> Probably no, not. Dear. So, yeah, there's a formal dance, which is the cha-cha-cha. Um, I think I'm fourth on in the order. There are ten dancers, yeah. so there will be ten formal dancers. And then we all have to do a show dance. And uh, mine's Mamma Mia.
1: Oh, excellent.
2: So, uh We've got a medley of the ABBA music.
1: That's a bit of a showstopper. Uh, Literally.
2: And it's actually going to be the last one of the <laughs> evening, so hopefully I can get oh, everybody singing and not concentrating on my dancing.
1: Oh, no. Well, when you first told me about the event, um, uh, a couple of days later, I, I said to you, how do I get tickets? But it was sold out straight away, wasn't
2: Oh, it? completely. I think uh, everybody's been amazed at the take-up and how quickly it, the tickets did sell. Yeah. Um, it's on Canna Lane at the Life Church in Burnley. Uh, I've... I think there's 325 tickets being sold. Of course, obviously all the dancers have got a table, but everybody else has actually sold out. Um, The number of people that have asked me, how can I watch it, how can I watch it? And if you don't mind me plugging this, there will be a live stream on the night. And Pendleside, Pendleside Hospice will post the link on all their social media channels on Friday. So anybody that's interested in just having a laugh, I'll be on number four and number eight.
1: That. I can certainly guarantee that.
2: <laughs> yeah, so go onto the social media sites for Pendleside Hospice on Friday, and there'll be a link there. And I believe across that link, there'll be the voting numbers for all the dancers. So uh, make sure it's Ian. Text my number.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, as I say, after after the after today's show, we will be sending out on um, uh, via Ribble, of course, my personal stuff and yours and the hospice, all the links and ways of supporting. But just going back to uh, the business side of things, we've had one or two uh, messages in from businesses asking how how do they actually if they wanted to how would they actually go about supporting the, the Pendleside Hospice as, as a first timer so to speak yeah I
2: think there's, there's there's various things you can do I mean just a, a call straight into Pendleside Hospice um, and with any ideas that you may have as fundraisers but I think from a networking uh, view the corporate challenge which runs from May through to September yeah. each year that is primarily set up for businesses to get together over that period of time and Almost compete to raise the most money. Yeah. Um, last Thursday was a, was the, the the dinner an awards dinner for the, the event, and we raised I think it was 167 thousand pounds last year. Really? Uh, and there's various awards, and it, it it's it's a lovely night to finish the whole thing there. I think Tom Scullion, those of you who know him as a singer, a local singer, was on there, and uh, we parted until. Um, Oh, till about eleven o'clock.
1: <laughs> I bet, I bet, and beyond. Well, that's great. So, so really, to keep it simple, contact the hospice uh, if you're looking to support them, uh, either now or in the future.
2: Absolutely, or if you feel you want to chat to me and, and contact me via Petty's, yeah. Um I'm, I'm happy to chat. It's a great cause, and I'm very passionate about it. Yeah.
1: I've become part of that business forum, which uh, is, is a huge networking opportunity, if nothing else, as as well as uh, being sort of part of a real good. Good cause, a great charity. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, let's talk about how it's gonna go on the evening after this. <laughs> Welcome back to the Business Hour. I'm your host, Andrew Duncan, and I'm joined by Ian Bithell of Petty's Estate Agent and Pendleside Hospice does Strictly. So, Ian, um, we mentioned um, about how businesses um, sort of benefit as, a, as almost a sort of side angle, really, don't they, through the networking. I can remember years ago, I attended uh, a golf day. Was it a Nelson golf club? I think it was. It was, was Nelson, it? Yeah, yeah. Nelson. And it was many years ago, and it was for the hospice, and I bought... Um, Some tickets that a gentleman um, Who I'd never met Kylie donated for Burnley FC Hospitality And we went along, myself and my eldest son And we met this chap uh, I don't think you'll mind me saying his name Jonathan Dent And since then, since that uh, time Oh, I can't think how many years ago It's long before the uh, pandemic It is uh, We've become real good friends I mean, to the point where I was actually at Burnley On Saturday uh, unfortunately lost 2-0 but there you go got <laughs> to have everything but this is these are this, this is the kind of things that can come through supporting uh, charities like Pendleside you meet people you create friends um, and everybody benefits don't they i mean you have so much going on socially don't you
2: i think the, the the thing with the any business networking you actually if you're doing business together you end up finding out about people and you, you spend time with them you're talking yeah. to them and you you do develop relationships in terms of friendships and, and outside of that So, you know, I'm not a golfer But I get invited to golfing days Probably because yeah. other people want to win yeah. And call me a bandit. But hey-ho <laughs> um, That's for you, Gary, if you're listening
1: uh, I'm sure Gary's <laughs> listening Gary Brash, are you out there? I'm sure you are Message in, message in We're feeling a bit lonely here in the studio
2: <laughs> Yeah, but I think, you know It is a networking uh event and you know, yes we're using the, the hospice to raise money for the hospice but you know if we can help the hospice and help ourselves as well yeah.
1: why not yeah absolutely yeah and these are the things it's um, it's a byproduct but um, it, it's useful uh, everyone benefits because people buy from people don't they uh,
2: particularly in the in the residential sales market it's people are buying for people they need to trust who's dealing with the most valuable asset that they're going to be selling
1: and you, you've got to create that trust. Well, let's just fall back for a little moment and have a little chat about shop because, um, uh, is it, is it 35 years since you, uh, since you started?
2: 19, well, I started in the industry in 87. Uh, I've been with Petty since 1989.
1: Really? Yeah. Still got my hair by the way, Andrew. Thanks. <laughs> thank you. I, I cut mine this short purposely, you know, <laughs> I've got the perfect hair for radio, but, um, yeah, well, 1984, I, I trumped me a little bit. Although I did retire, but uh, um, I kind of got back into it a little bit, but not too much. But it's, it's a great industry, and uh, we always think in a state agency, because we, we talk about nothing else when we meet up, that the public know this as much as we do. But, of course, they don't, do they? And, uh, you know, they, they look at all the agents as though they're the same, particularly the online guys. But um, in recent years, there's been a real sort of resurgence in the High street agent, hasn't there? I think so.
2: I think the the internet has created a, a. There's a lot of information out there, so you know, and easily accessible, so people can find out what houses in the row have gone for. You know, they, they can create an opinion. There are there are valuation models out there and, and yeah. algorithms that are saying your house is worth X, Y, or Z. Um, and you know, the online agents have come in. I think Purple Ricks recently have successfully sold for a pound.
1: Well, they've just avoided uh, liquidation. I bet bet that's not common knowledge on the high street, you know. If it wasn't for, was it Strike who bought them for a pound? That's right. They would have been no more.
2: No, and I think, you know, there's 35 years of experience, doesn't mean you know everything, but you've got to be, you you know your properties, you've you've got to know the background, and not only that, the the marketing of, of, of going forward with them, you know, Andrew, you and I go back to the days of picking yeah. the newspaper up on a Friday and, and having a, a, a through that, and, yeah. you know, it's a lot more immediate now. Um, yeah. Social media, you know, a lot of the younger companies that have come along, they've educated us old guys as well, you know, with you know Instagram. Yeah. Facebook, yeah. Twitter, all this media are being used now because that's where people want their information. Th-
1: that is useful, but you can't buy 35 years' worth of experience, can you? I mean, just walking through the studios here and chatting to one or two of the people uh, off her, uh, it's surprising how I many people you know and, and relatives of people that you know and people that you've sold for, etc., etc.
2: Well, I can't believe that uh, one of your production team, as <laughs> we're natter- nattering away, um, I can't believe there's actually his his wife used to work with us over well, in Petty's and that's, uh, you know, a connection that we've made today. Yeah, and absolutely. And that's, you know, we, that's a reconnection. Yeah. Uh, I work with his father and uh, all of a sudden there's a new relationship for him.
1: Yeah, and people buy from people and that's what it's all about. And we'll touch a little bit more on this when we come back after this.
0: 106.7 Ripple FM Are you tired of sky-high housing costs? Are you ready for a change of scenery? to learn more and schedule a tour three rivers the perfect home is waiting for you clovell and nephew dental practice have a highly experienced team of dental surgeons who use pioneering technology to deliver treatments for loose dentures missing teeth and more and if you're looking for dental implants or even a cosmetic makeover Please come in for a consultation and discuss your options. We even have late night appointments available. We're based in Worley, in the heart of the Ribble Valley. So call us today on 01254 823 221. Clavel Bait and Nephew, here to give you the smile you deserve.
1: Driving around the Ribble Valley and need to tow, Ribble Valley Towing is your go to destination for all your towing needs. From family cars to rugged trucks, we fit them all with top notch tow bars. Call us today or swing by and let's get you hitched up. Ribble Valley Towing. We make you good to tow. Unit 3, Brookside Industrial Estate, Taylor Street, Clitheroe. Or call us on 07734
0: Ever feel like creating a website is like trying to juggle while riding a unicycle? Well, juggle no more. Introducing 50 to 1 Media. That's fifty, the number two and the number one dot co Don't kick
3: up the When I'm feeling independent, don't mean you're not I thought we had some trust. So why are you lying? I am buying that. I told you what it was. You protecting me.
1: Welcome back to the Business Hour. I'm your host, Andrew Duncan, and today I'm joined by Ian Bithell from Petty's Estate Agents and Pendle Hill Hospice does Strictly. So, uh, Ian, you, uh, you posed a question uh, at, the be- at the top of the show. We've had one or two people messaging in but with not quite the right answer. What was the question again?
2: Yeah, the question was uh, Pendle Ski Club, not a million miles away from us here, um, has a famous skier, uh, Dave Riding. What was his nickname? Or what is his nickname?
1: What's his nickname? And if you're struggling with that, the clue is... I think about uh, Guy Fawkes and Bonfire Night. That should, uh, that should get you going there. Now, we also mentioned, or I did, at the top of the show, that you're a chartered surveyor, um, which is a little bit different uh, to being an out-and-out estate agent like myself, who's... Um, well, I did a building, um, studies uh, qualification, but um, how can you sort of tell us all about what a charter surveyor does?
2: Well, I think it's, I, as a charter surveyor, you know, it's effectively a degree levels course. Uh, I did mine many moons ago uh, in property. You know, took me three, four years to actually get the qualification and become a charter surveyor. The I think it's, one it's
1: the job of so somebody who pays for a survey on the property. It's it's the likes of yourself that would go out to inspect, isn't it?
2: That that's correct. Uh, whether it's re- residential um, you know, or, or commercial, you know, I'm, my qualification is a, is a general practice. Yeah. You can get building surveys and other surveyors as well. But I think one of the things that probably most members of the public don't actually realise to be an estate agent, you don't need a qualification. Oh, indeed. If you wanted an electrician to come and wire your house, you'd expect them to be qualified. I know, I know. Um, and I think, you know, one of the things that has frustrated me over 35 years, and through the Relocation Agent Network, I've been on national committees, Yes. you know, that have lobbied government to bring in a mandatory minimum qualification to sell a house. Yeah. And we still don't have... That situation.
1: We don't. And uh, one of the... I sat on the same committee as yourself, uh, as you'll remember. That's uh, where we've had many a many a evening away. And one of um, our colleagues there, Nathan Emerson, is now uh, CEO, isn't he, of Property Mart? Yeah, Mark. he's the
2: president of Property Mart, which is the industry, yeah. the, the, the go-to body in the industry. Um, they are also pushing qualifications. I was just
1: gonna say he's he's pressing, isn't it, the Absolutely. yeah. To get to get us all license and then there's a certain minimum qualification, isn't there?
2: And I think there has to be. Yeah. It's most people's most valuable asset yeah. and you 're trusting somebody to deal with it professionally and to
1: maximize the value for you absolutely absolutely and um, and this is what it 's all about and when you look at a lot of the older firms like yourself, like my old firm, the people at the at the head are usually qualified as I was and yourself. And it brings a certain gravitas to uh, the industry and what you're trying to do. And it's important, I think, when people are choosing their agent to do a little bit of research and make sure they've got someone who's been around a little while. I think there's just an expectation
2: that you are qualified to do the job. I think, you know, as I say, in all the time I've been involved, I can probably count on one hand the number of times I've been asked, am I qualified to do it?
1: Exactly, exactly. Well, in the last uh, segment of the show, we're going to give you the answer to the quiz question, say our goodbyes and thanks to everybody, but we'll be talking to you again shortly after this. (laughs) Welcome back to the Business Hour. I'm your host, Andrew Duncan, and I'm joined today, as you know, with Ian Bithell from Petters Estate Agents and Pendleside Hospice does Strictly. Now, Ian, before we forget, um, shall we give the answer to the quiz question? We've had one or two uh, people texting in.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, He's actually known as Dave The Rocket Riding.
1: Dave, The Rocket Riding, yeah, there you go. Look Um, out for
2: him on Eurosport and uh, see him doing his slalom over the winter.
1: Did he actually train at uh, the Dry Slope there?
2: He started at Pendle Hill,
1: yeah. Yeah. Not like me then, Do you remember when you came to see me, (laughs) to see if I was ready for the actual real snow? How to
2: nearly (laughs) lose a friendship. Um, Uh, Andrew was confident he was uh, on the the plastic up at uh, Pendle. Oh. No, he was confident, I can do this, I can do this. So, uh
1: Just very quickly, was it, we, were <laughs> we were going up that terrible machine, what's it called that takes that horrible circular machine thing that... Eh, uh,
2: two-seated chairlift. Oh, it's
1: horrible. Nice horrible. easy way up a mountain. Oh, terrible. And I'm going up this thing, and I said to the guy who was sat next to me, who's, uh, uh is it Simon? Simon? Simon, yeah. Simon, yeah. I said to him, uh, how do we get off here? <laughs> how do we get off? Said you just stand up, but it pushes you off. Oh my word! Uh, And where did I end up? Uh, In a heap, Uh, Uh, not for the first time. Round the tree.
2: I think really interestingly, Uh, we did we did one run and uh, through our. uh, Toys out of the cradle
1: Never again But I've uh, You love the apre Well, absolutely, yeah And I'm leading the non-skiers on the ski trip uh, this year in March Uh, There's more of us than there are of you these days But uh, anyway, I digress
2: I might be down to age
1: (laughs) So, uh, getting back to Friday So, um, you're doing Strictly Come Dancing for Pendleside Hospice The two dances that you're doing is the Was it the cha-cha? The cha-cha-cha cha cha and you're... My show, my
2: show dance is... Uh, Mamma Mia.
1: Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. So I'll be having to live, live stream it because I couldn't get tickets. So I tell you what, I can't even get tickets to this place. So how do they uh, live stream it? How do they So it?
2: the live stream will be... The, the link will be posted on all of Pendleside's hospice's social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. Um, there will be a link on there to connect to that should take you to a live stream yeah. of the venue on the night. You should be able to see all the dance Oh, really cool. um, Josh, Josh Hindle, it. local singer, will be singing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by all accounts, the the best they can. They're trying to replicate. Uh, the the strictly TV yeah. show yeah there will be the four judges there I'm right. um, sure I'm in for a bashing so oh, I'll take my uh, take my
1: earplugs can't wait can't wait uh, can't it should wait.
2: should be a lot of fun for a great cause and raise hopefully we'll raise a lot of money I think uh, you know the, the dancers between us we've been uh, sort of tasked with trying uh, raise twenty thousand right. pounds dancers alone and I think we're all, we're well on track to doing that yeah
1: well, as I say, after the show, we're going to be posting out on on Rebel FM, my own uh, social media, and of course yours, and and the, uh, the hospice, all the links to follow to support the cause, and other businesses. If you want to get involved, just uh, contact uh, uh, the hospice direct and see see what it's all about. It's uh, it's a great thing to get involved with, isn't it? Ian?
2: It is. Um, you know, we've had personal experiences of the hospice as a family, yeah. uh, and it's not just a building it's yeah. not just a building with beds in it there's so many other services there around bereavement uh, daycare services um, a lot of th- the time we just think about the individual that perhaps needs the bed in, in, in the building yeah. but there's actually other people around that that people don't think about no, you know either. emotionally there can be in a low place and there are services there that will help those people too
1: yeah well I wish you well I really do uh, it's going to be fantastic to watch uh... Sorry.
2: Well, you haven't. You, ha- you have. If you're going to sign off, you've got to say it. <laughs>
1: no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let, I'll let you I'll let you sign off with it but um thanks for coming in Ian it's uh, it'll be great to to see you on the night. Uh I just need to thank uh, the producer of the show today Blackers and Tom out in the production studio there. Thanks for everyone involved with the show and I'll be on uh this time next month with uh, Pendle Hill Properties um and I'll be looking forward to interviewing them but good luck Ian and keep dancing.
3: for you, babe. So won't you come and sit and talk to me? and Tell me how we're gonna be together always. Hope you know that when it's late at night I hold on to my pillow tie. And think of how you promised me forever. I never thought that anyone mm-hmm. could make me feel this way. Uh-huh. Now that you're here, boy, all I want is just a chance to say I'm the one who didn't know the truth. How could you ever be so
2: cold to go behind my back and call my friend?